Hey, good people. This is the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I'm your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. I have so much to share with you this evening. Welcome. Let's get started. Hey, good people. Happy Tuesday. Welcome in November. This is a month of new opportunities and no nonsense. You know, I've been seeing a lot of memes and things on my timeline about how to say no in November to keep your sanity. And I agree. There are a lot of things that we have to learn to say no to. Am I right? So in this no November, I am saying no to candy, alcohol, maybe, and people with ill intentions, especially the folks who think nail techs should price match services. But that's for a later episode. (laughs) What are you saying no to this season? Speaking of which, things have slowed down as we near the end of 2020. I mean, it, does, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter much because it looks like 2021 and 2022 are going to be about the same until we handle get a handle on this coronavirus. However, we have reached a slow season in the salon. What do you do when this happens? Students, listen up. I'll talk about it more after this quick break. I know this is the break right now, but I need you to do me a favor. Follow me on social media right now at Nails by Ra, that's Ra, R-A-H, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Nails by Ra, that's R-A-H. Also, if you have any questions, please email me with any nail tech-related questions at nailsbyra at gmail.com. I touch on the slow season a lot, and nail techs, I believe, we have reached it. This past weekend, I went to my favorite nail salon for a pedicure to learn that there are now only two nail techs working. Yeah, only two. In a high traffic salon during a slow season. This actually inspired me to confess something that I was forced to learn during my first experience with a slow season in the nail salon. You absolutely have to own your hustle. How I did it is a miracle and the God I serve of my understanding is a a way maker. You know, we often talk about how well we do year round forgetting to mention that we have to prepare for our less busy seasons that occur just after the school year begins and ends around spring. So this is our autumn and winter months. Um, I believe that there is a brief moment when we experience a busy day or a busy weekend, but a consistent busy streak during the slower season seems to be non-existent. Also, how can you accommodate a large party with only a couple of nail techs. I thought about this because this may be an obstacle that I experience when I'm in the role of a salon owner. What are your thoughts? Email me at nailsbyra at gmail.com because I'm interested. How How would you combat this? 
I follow a nail tech on YouTube who often does her day in the life of video logs or vlogs. And she does really, really well for herself. Um, she blogged about her day in the salon recently, and she owns a quaint space that offers a personalized one-on-one -on -one experience for each client. And I love it because she owns her hustle. Her salon is set up like a storefront, but decorated and designed with beautiful spa-like decals and details, and it is suitable to comfortably fit more people like uh, one, one other nail tech and maybe four clients at once max, but it is just enough space to get the job done. And I love it. I, I just love the vibe. I love the feel and it seems relaxing. Her name is V Nailed It on YouTube. I'll link her in the tonight's description box, but make sure you at least, I'll actually link that video in the description box so you can see exactly what I'm talking about because I think sometimes we are afraid to start off and, and she's not in a, what are they called? She's not in one of those salon suites. She owns her space, it's like a storefront like I said earlier and it's decorated in such a way that it's comfortable. It's efficient, that's what it is. She goes, it's an efficiency, it's an efficient space for a salon. Um, so something to think about at any stage of your professional nail tech journey Keep in mind how to stay afloat during this season. Yes, we experienced some major holidays for the next couple of months. However, what about the other days? How can you encourage your clientele to stay consistent with their pedicures and manicures and services, even in the winter months? This is a huge, there is a huge misconception that when the toes aren't out, they don't need to be pedicured. I'm guilty of it too, to be quite honest. But I learned to value a good pedicure and paraffin wax when it's cold outside. Speaking of paraffin, I need to, I need to get some more soon during my nail supply run. But aside from that, let's dive into how to hustle and how to own your hustle after this quick break. tech, we are architects, visual artists, therapists, doctors, fashionistas, and all of the above. It is important to protect your personal brand and integrity while being sure to turn a profit from all of the hard work you do. I know I can talk until I am blue in the face about knowing your worth and when it's time to exit stage left, so I'll save it for a conference. However, starting here, and starting right now, you must set your price without having to explain it. Clients will either pay it or leave it. I learned to work in the benefits of the products that I am using as I perform my services, and clients have given me feedback that they enjoy what they call, or what the nurses call, bedside manner. I make sure that you are aware of what I'm using so that you can let me know if you have any allergies or not. This is a skill I picked up after seeing a terrible, terrible skin reaction to a chemical. I spoke about this earlier uh, in season one. 
a client received a service that had MMA in the monomer and her skin peeled and blistered badly. It was disgusting, you guys. And that day forth, I began learning about my clients through conversation and mentally checking off or mentally making a checklist of what may or may not be used on them. The same goes for my pregnant, diabetic, and hypertension clients. Students, although school may suggest you keep a clientele log for your customers, realistically, that is impossible to keep up with that much people and that volume of people on paper. So dedicate it to your memory and ask questions. That's something I overlooked when I was in school, but it's something that is so serious and can it's worth it. It's worth making sure that you know who you're working on and working with. That's how you own your hustle. It is in those moments that you learn what you can suggest to add on to the service or encourage a service with added benefits. Yes, that means more money, but it also means meeting the needs of your client. The first time I got a paraffin manicure, I didn't set out for one. I wanted a polish change on my nails and a pedicure for my feet. By the end of my service, I ended up getting the matching manicure to my pedicure with paraffin on my hands as well. And I needed it. And the way the nail tech upsold that service was phenomenal. She worked it into the conversation and told me about the health benefits of heat therapy. Not to mention it was cold outside too. She owned her hustle. Now, when I say own your hustle, I mean be confident in your skills and ability to do a wonderful job at nails, but also a wonderful job with customer care. We've got the service part down because the bulk of what our field is, is a service. It's service driven. So I think now we can work on the customer care. When a client feels like you care, They are more likely to confide in you and ultimately spend more money with you because they know you wouldn't steer them wrong. Now, I say that with caution because this could easily be misinterpreted. I actually want you to care, not just say you do for an upsell. That is dishonest. You must be knowledgeable about the products you're using and knowledgeable about the clients you intend to use them on. Own your hustle. Hey there, I know we covered quite a bit today, but here's a quick recap of today's topic. Own your hustle. Be confident in the skills and knowledge that you have as a licensed professional. Care about your clients. You will see an increase in clientele and income. And remember to reach out to me at nailsbyra at gmail.com if you have any nail tech related questions. Until next time. I want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to Michaela with Nails by Michaela N on Instagram. She gave me an idea to create some long sleeve shirts and or hoodies for my merchandise that you can find on Teespring. I hear you and I'm working on it. Thank you for listening. Also, shout out to Yasmin from Puerto Rico. I hope I said it right. Or Puerto Rico. (laughs) She reached out to me via email with her nail tech questions, which I am working on. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Listen, if you ever need anything, feel free to ask. 
I may have an answer or know somebody who does. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I've been your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. Make sure you tune in next week, Tuesday, for our next episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, subscribe to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast and make sure you stay in the loop by following me across the board on social media at Nails by Ra. Also visit me at www.nailsbyra.com. Until next time.